Good morning, everybody. This is Luigi from the Rest of Your Perception podcast. We are coming at you from Atomic Training and Performance. My guest today was featured on American Ninja Warrior in 2016, 2017, and 2018, hitting a qualifier buzzer in Miami on season 10. Outside of the show was a national finalist. Damn it. My phone turned off. In the National Ninja League, the NNL, and ranked top 10 in the standings as the leading competitor from Florida this past year. On June 18th, he broke the U.S. National Dead Slash Bar hang record, 15 minutes and 3 seconds, with no chalk. His name is Kai Alexander. You can find him on YouTube at Street Beast TV or Instagram at The Street Beast. I call him the Street Master. <laughs> or Big Baby Street. And Kai, welcome. I'm so happy you're here. Yeah, thanks for the invite, Luigi. Absolutely. I'm excited. So, a little scared too. Kai, don't, don't be afraid. Who's going to throw at me? <laughs> Kai was actually our first ninja coach, and now he just left. Like, well, bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's opening up his own gym, and we're really ha- happy for him and really proud of him. Thank you. Because he's going to do a great job. So, How's it coming along? Good. It's a lot of work. More work than I've ever anticipated. Like, I did anticipate a lot of work, but it's definitely taking a lot out of me. But it's, it's enjoyable. Yeah. And I was actually, um, <laughs> it was one of the most nervous moments of my life trying to figure out how I was going to tell you and Casey. Really? How, you know, this was all happening. Like, I was, like, so scared. Really? Yeah, I really was. That's funny. Why'd you, why'd you get scared? Because I really like you guys. You know, like you guys are like family. You guys took me in, and they, you know, I didn't want to, um, you know, disappoint you guys or angry you guys in any way. So, it was, you know, I wanted to do this, but I did. I wanted to do it right, and I was definitely just really nervous. I'm like trying to find the right words. You're good. Um, you know, you know, to tell you guys that this was happening, and I was really lucky that you know you guys really did. Um, we're very understanding and you guys are just amazing yeah but you know it's not like you know you're not screwing us or anything you know we're going to support you no matter what you know there's some people i could see where some people would get like that i know we talked about a little bit before yeah where some people would would get uh upset or jealous or think that you're going to take money away from them but that's not how it is man you lift other people up and more comes to you that's the way i look at it and that's the way casey looks at it as well and like i think i told casey too like if uh someone comes in my gym and they're like really serious about like Spartan training or mm-hmm. something like that like you know I don't know enough about that and I would 100% be like listen if you really want to learn Spartan if you really want to be good like you need to see Coach Case mm-hmm. like she is honestly you know the person in South Florida to see you know absolutely so and same thing if like um, if someone in South Florida is looking to train ninja you know I would like to be that person that you know is uh, knowledgeable of the ninja warrior sport and can get them to that level so yeah of course vice versa you know building each other up I think is good for the community um, the more you know the sport grows and everything I think is just you know good for the community the more facilities the more opportunities and different obstacles to train on it's absolutely it's just you know better no it's awesome I mean and it's exciting it's just going to be a good thing um so how was your training tonight anyway good um i'm feeling a little uh uh my skin is uh, you know getting to that point where it's about to rip so i had to like, take a little bit easier but it felt great i feel good training almost every day um 
everything, you know, seems to be um, getting better. My, you know, uh, training, nutrition, recovery, everything just, you know, is, is doing really good. I'm just really happy to be back, you know, it's been a few yeah, months the, injury, the, so. So the thing that you guys don't know, um, uh, when you're training in these kind of sports as far as, like, Ninja Warrior or any type of obstacle course race training, your hands tend to rip a lot because you're hanging from bars, hanging from different grip holds. Mm-hmm. So you're using that grip a lot, and it causes the skin to, to tear. Yeah. So that's what Kai is talking about when he says that. And another thing I wanted to touch on that's a little off topic, but we're going to get back to the topic. Yeah. Why is your name backwards? My name? Your name is backwards. <laughs> Tell everybody. Hi, Alexander. Yeah. His name is Alexander Kaye. Yeah. And I wanted to introduce him as Alexander Kaye so bad, but I had to bite my tongue. <laughs> because his name is Alexander. His parents call him Alexander. Yeah. Who else calls you Alexander or Alex? Everybody in my family and anybody uh, that's known me since I was like probably 13. Any, anybody that's met me from like 13 or 14 and after that is, is, knows me by Kaye. And I don't know, I never liked Alex or Alexander. Okay. I mean, it, it sounds it sounds fine when my mom and dad say it, and anybody in my family. But whenever my friends said Alex or Alexander, I just really didn't like it. Really? And yeah, I don't know. And then uh, one of my tennis coaches started calling me Kaye or Kaye Teresa, or Kaye uh-huh. Ocho, you know, because of the rapper in the, um, the street. The street in Miami, the famous one. Um, and I, I don't know, it was just it just kind of stuck. And then um, I just started introducing myself as Kaye. And then everybody, it just kind of caught on after that. So, but your your license is Alexander Kaye. Yeah, my license is Alexander Kaye. And then when people ask me, like, if you're Spanish, obviously you know Kaye translates to street. Yeah. In Spanish, so it's, you're essentially calling me street. Like, yeah. Hey, what's up, street? Yeah. So when people in Spanish are like Kaye, that's not your real name. <laughs> I don't feel like explaining them the whole thing because when I do explain, like, oh, my real name is Alexander, then they're just like, oh, so we'll just call you Alex. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like Alex. I really, I just really don't like it. That's so funny shit. I lie and I tell people, oh, it's not. A, it is a lie. Yeah, but you're I, lying. I don't like saying that. It's you a live lie. a lie, basically. <laughs> it's a lie. All right, Batman. But it, it's it's justified. Uh-huh. So I just don't like Alex. So I tell him my name is Cayetano. Oh God. <laughs> and I'm like, Kay is just what Cayetano. Wait. <laughs> so is Cayetano a name? Uh, yeah. So, so it's a very unique name. Ah, I kind of. I want to start calling you that. So I, want to call I, you I, I just say, oh yeah, my name is Kaya Tano, and Kaya is short for that. And they're like, oh okay. Wow. And then they leave me alone. You are totally living the lie. I, I have to. Like, I, after a few years of figuring it out, because I just know people now that are just like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll just call you Alex. I'm just like, I don't oh like my that. god. I don't like it. So, all right. So I had to get that out of the way. <laughs> no, definitely. So now going back to training, and yeah. so your 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 break. Where was it in your hand? I broke my skateboard. It's uh, the bone in my my wrist. Okay, what part of your wrist? Explain it if you could. Um, right uh, under my thumb. Okay. My thumb and my wrist. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's called a scaphoid, and it's a really bad bone to break because apparently it has uh, um, the least amount of blood flow to it. Wow. So a lot of the time it has unsuccessful like healing. Uh, healing. So that's why I had to get surgery to compress uh, that the the crack that I had in it. So that I could have a higher chance of healing. And what else prolonged that, Kaya? I am very, uh, what's the word? Um, ignorant? Not ignorant. That's not the right word. Stubborn. Stubborn. There you go. Hard headed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I read like 
Did you have super healing vegan powers? No, not that. I read that there, <laughs> there were some cases where the skateboard did um, heal in like four or five weeks. It was like super rare cases. Jesus. And, you know, as hard-headed as I, as I was, I already like put in my mind like, all right, I only need four weeks. Once four weeks is done, I'm going to start training again. And that was really stupid of me. Like, I didn't go by what my doctors told me because mine was not the same case as those people. Those people had very minor um, skateboard fractures. Like, it was, you know, it, it was distal and it was like almost like a hairline fracture. Mine was um, just completely different. Yeah. So I, I, didn't, I didn't listen and I came back too early and I made it worse. I trained for a month, competed uh, yeah, in two man. competitions. And, uh, I'm shaking back. my head as he says yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm shaking my head too. I, can't do <laughs> I went back to the doctor and he's like, yeah, you made it worse. And he scared me. He's like, if you keep doing this, you might need another surgery. Like, and it might be a more risky one. And you can ruin your hand forever. And as soon as he said that, I had like shivers down my spine. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, my whole mindset completely changed. I'm was, listening. I'm just going to write yeah, something down. Go no ahead. No words. Um, my mindset completely changed. And I was completely adherent to what he told me from then on like i literally he told me i can just stay in a brace and i was like you know what i don't trust myself anymore at this point and this is so important my hand is so important to me that i think you should just put me in a cast so he was like all right so i he, i told him put me in a cast and that's what he did and that and even with the cast it was still hard for me not to do stuff like it, like when i taught classes here it was hard for me not to uh, move boxes. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. I just, um, it feels weird asking other people to do stuff for me, even though yeah. I know they will do it. When Casey I don't was like pregnant, doing that. Yeah. Same like, thing. I don't like doing that, even though I know, like, if I ask Ben or if I ask someone in class, like, hey, can you move these boxes for me? They'll do it. I don't give a shit. I'll ask them. Yeah. I'll, like, yeah, hey, give me a hand Yeah. <laughs> so, that, uh, in that sense, too, like, I would still be, like, using my hand when I shouldn't know. So, I, and I, in midway, I was like, what are you doing? Like, stop. And I would, you know, just, be, just bite the bullet and be like, hey, ask for help. You know what? I, it's funny because I remember when it first happened when you took that fall. Yeah. And you're like, and I was like, Kai, why don't you get a cast? And you're like, no, I'm, I'm healing really well. And I was like, oh, my God, what is he doing, this kid? I'm like, you should get a cast just so you don't, it makes you not do stuff. You know why, though? It was. You have to learn. It scaring me. It sucks. You know what's weird is that I just I had this thing in my mind where I did not want to miss the show. Like the show was of course so important not. to me, and I know it was so soon. And I know Real quick, he means the American Ninja Warrior show. That's what he's yeah. talking about, guys. Um, it's so important to me, and um, this happened. I broke it last year in November, I believe, and the show is usually around March, and you have to be in shape for it. Like I can't just like be in a cast yeah. and then get it off in February and then be ready for the show. Yeah. Like, no, like I, ideally, I want to be training in January and February, to be in shape for the show and to perform well. Um, so that's why I, uh, by the end of December is when I decided that I would start training again. That was, you know, I, was, that, I had that in my head already, no yeah. matter what, you yeah. know, and that was really dumb of me. And once the doctor told me in February, you know, like you have to stop or, you know, a surgery and, you know, you're risking a lot right now, is when I actually had in my head, I was like, you know what? The show is not that important this year. Like, I not like 60 years old like this isn't the last season you know i have yeah, the rest of my life exactly I, I can keep training you know i have to bite the bullet and be like you know like this year i'm gonna miss out it's gonna suck i'm gonna watch all my friends do really well which is great but i'm and i know i'm gonna feel a little jealousy there because i'm not on it with them but yeah. it's not the last time i'm gonna be on the show yeah know? exactly and i did get the call too which was also like relieving but also like 
I had to deny it, which was like so heartbreaking. But you know, it's at least it makes for a good story. Yeah, definitely. You know, so. it makes for a real good story. Yeah, that's that. I learned my lesson, and I'm glad it's uh, it's over. You know, you you grew a lot, and we're gonna we're gonna jump around and go backwards or whatever. But I remember first meeting you when uh, when Casey met you. I don't even know how long ago. Not even that. No, not even in that sense. But Casey was like, this guy's going to be good. This guy's good. When we open up the gym, we're getting him in there. And I was like, awesome. She knew you were going to be good. She said that. She called it out in the beginning. You guys brought me in way early before. Oh, yeah. We told you about it. Six months. She said it. Before the gym was even a thought, our gym. Um, she's like, we're gonna get Kai in there. He's gonna be our ninja coach. So she, yeah, she wanted you in there for a while. Yeah, I remember talking to her. And I was so so excited when she like called me. I'm like, oh my god, this sounds like such a great opportunity. Yeah, it was cool. No, we were we were definitely glad. I, I'm looking looking at the computer because I'm looking at the sound yeah, yeah. bar. It's like I'm obsessed with it. So sorry <laughs> no if I don't look at you. But yeah, so yeah, she was excited to get you in, and you know now we're excited that we, you're moving on. And to go back to what I was gonna ask you. Uh, I remember first meeting you, and you had these crazy things that you did as far as like training methods, yeah, yeah. and when you used to train at in the middle of the night. Because remember, remember when you used to like train at night because you didn't want to yeah. get up early. Um, you little fuck. I, 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 <laughs> how old? Are you, wait, how old are you at this point? You were in your early twenties. You're yeah, waking up at like noon. Twenty-two. <laughs> um, I had really. I just got out of high school, and I. I'm not a morning person. Even to this day, I'm, I'm still struggling. I'm, I'm getting up earlier now, but uh, once I finished school, I was like, F this. Like, I just want to get up whenever I want. So I started getting up at like 10 and then 11. Like 11 and 12 were like my, like, you know, was when I woke up and I went to sleep at like three or something. And so I remember sometimes when Casey, uh, when I started working here at ATP, I had the key, and I was like, hey, Casey, can I train at night? He's like, yeah, why not? Yeah. I started training at, like, 12 o'clock at night sometimes. Yeah, I was like, Kai, what are you doing? Like, like no, uh, I'm training because in the show we run at the middle of the night. I'm like, whatever, man. I was like, you're going to – and I forgot what I said to you. I remember – Kai, and I remember I think you started training in the morning, and I was like, I'm watching your metamorphosis. You're growing because now you're training in the morning. You're growing up. And I, I forgot what I said that made you do that, that I made it all come together. And I'm like, cause I remember when you started out as a young, you're a young athlete, you're still young, but you progressed and matured. And it was cool to, I was saying, it was cool to see that. Cause yeah. I, I'm like, I'm like, eventually this fucking guy is going to wake up early and start training. Early. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and strength and conditioning. Cause I think you didn't really do strength and conditioning in the yeah, beginning. Not really. And I, I saw you. I saw you incorporating that, and I was like, yeah. "Ah, this guy's doing yeah, it. I'm learning. He's doing it." Totally. And I'm like, "He's getting there. He's yeah, gonna be I the best." I would only do ninja, and then we just slightly talked about it earlier. I would kill myself every every session if I didn't leave uh, the ninja gym until I felt that my grip was completely done. Yeah, and that's and no that's good. Not the way to do it. No, it's, man. You know, it's, I think I, I can get away with it at that time too, because I was young. Uh, but I think if I were to keep doing that, eventually I would probably tear something or partially tear or strain or something you know yeah is you know over over training is a real thing you know so i think i'm glad i don't do that anymore no you you know and people you know have a misconception unfortunately and, and that's a mental thing yeah i think that people need to get past as far as like killing themselves every workout you know it's like yeah it, 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 the, the world right now has this has this view of like go hard or go home every day 
uh, you know, they're rewarded for like no sleep and all that stuff. And it's like it's not yeah, healthy. Dude. Like, you, no, it's you no can't good. do that. It's, it it's discipline, like that. but don't yeah. kill yourself every day. You it's, gotta have it's discipline. Working smarter, not harder. Yeah. I believe. I truly believe that. Yeah, and work hard when you need to. Like, there's certain points, yeah, there's certain workouts definitely. where you're gonna have to do certain things that are gonna push you. Yeah, it has to be part of your plan. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And go by your body. You know, go by the way your body feels. I mean, there's certain things you're gonna have to reach during your training, like as far as like um, if you're training towards a goal, whether it's an ultra marathon or a competition, a ninja competition, that you want to be at a certain point when you're get en route to there. So there's certain goals you're gonna have to push to get to. Definitely. You know, so and you, but that's the reason why you don't want to kill yourself every day. Yeah. You want to save it for those those goals where you're going to peak at certain points in your 100%. training. So. But yeah, I'm glad that you're you're getting there, man. You're getting you're already there, mm-hmm. but now you're like honing no, no, it. I'm learning, and I'm, I'm never I never want to stop learning. That's that's the way to be, and Definitely. I'm really glad you're like that. Yeah, and I'm really glad you're wearing glasses. <laughs> so now, so guys, I saw this guy. We sit down. First off, he puts wheatgrass shots out. Because you wanted to drink. And what, I'm like, I don't listen, want to drink. Listen, I, I wanted to get you, because I know that you're, okay, guys, he's vegan. Don't get mad. <laughs> second vegan on your Second show. vegan. <laughs> second vegan. And I only had five episodes. That's funny. So, and, uh, well, and I was going to give him some wine. I have a glass of wine. Relax. He's vegan, but yeah. I'm also a very healthy person, and I don't like, I don't drink at all. And healthy I, people drink, but go ahead. But I, I know. But anyways, <laughs> I don't like drinking. And he wanted me to drink something. And I was like, ah. So I'm like, you know what? Let me bring wheatgrass shot. I was like, what's the difference between a wheatgrass shot and a regular shot besides the after effect of alcohol? Yeah, like, no. It will taste strong and like crap. No, know? wheatgrass is great. <laughs> wheatgrass is great. And ginger in there. And make I was really strong. excited that you brought these. So I'm going to read this now. It says, <laughs> oh, you. it's got spirulina. That's not bad. No, it's really healthy. You don't, you shoot this whole thing? Yeah. Oh, wow. This uh, is more than an ounce. This is uh, wheatgrass juice, pineapple juice, lemon juice, ginger juice, and spirulina. Oh. Take one right now? Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's do it. So, so I was talking about the glasses. Okay. So his glasses, this guy puts on glasses, and I go, whoa. Because I, I know Kaya, obviously, and I was like, what are you doing with those? And he's like, well, they're not real glasses. And then I was like, ah! what do you mean they're not real glasses? <laughs> and he's like, hold up. Just wait for the podcast. Yeah, and, and I was like, okay. Time. So... Not that it's a bad thing, because I know what they are now, but go ahead, tell me what these glasses are. <laughs> All right. We'll shoot it. Well, wait a second. Yeah. Shoot the, the you want to shoot it first, then you want to explain yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Let me open this thing. This sounds good. Ready? Cheers, Kai. Cheers. Ooh! Oh, we did yeah. it at the same time. That was good. That's good, man. Yeah. That lemon, it's a killer. Oh, yeah. I love it. Like a Thank you for bringing change. this. Yeah, <laughs> like an oil change. <laughs> I'll give you an oil change. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. No problem. All so, right, so these glasses are not real prescription glasses. I used to wear glasses when I was younger, actually. Um, now I don't need them. Wait, what? I don't know. Don't even say it's because you're vegan. No. All right. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. I think I used to have, you know, um, I'm not sure how it works. I, I'm very ignorant, but when I was young. <laughs> I'm stubborn. You're no, stubborn. I just, I'm, I'm not knowledgeable about this stuff. But okay, okay. They, they used to tell me that, like, you know how you're supposed to have, like, 20-20 vision? Yes. I think one eye was 20, the other one was another different number. Okay. And eventually wearing glasses fixed it, so then I didn't need glasses Oh, wow. Anymore. But that was when I was young. These glasses are, uh, I believe they're blue light glasses. I think it's blue light. It's the one where um, it's the light that um, 
Uh, for cell phones. Yeah, and it, screens. Does, it, it doesn't help with sleep. Like it, it keeps you up at night. If, if you, and that's yes. why they tell you to not um, look be at on your the phone. screen for the last two hours before you go to bed. Yes. Or else it could uh, make you have a, a bad night's sleep. It messes up your circadian rhythm. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm really bad at that. And I'm trying to do my best to get a good night's sleep. I know, I, good. You know uh, reading a lot of about recovery is my new uh, obsession the past two years. Awesome. Is, you know, getting better at recovery. And every, every book I read, every expert I've listened to in podcasts, like one of the main things they always say is get sleep. a good night's sleep. And people don't. And people don't. It's so hard. And even me, like, um, I just... I, I don't know. I used to be able to sleep whenever and for like 10 hours when I was a teenager. But now, you know, I have good nights and I have bad nights. How old are you now? 25. 25. You're still a baby. Whatever. <laughs> but I, I, can, I can tell when I have good nights and bad nights. Yeah. So I was like, oh, let me, you know, make sure I try to get better night's sleep. And one way I, I, I'm very bad at not looking at my phone like uh, when I go to bed. So, oh, you look uh, at your phone when you go to bed, you mean? Yeah. We like, all are, man. Uh, yeah, I think I'm we all are. I'm on the computer doing work. I, I also edit videos. Yeah, a lot, you that's know? a so lot. It's of... hard for me not to like be on my computer or phone the last two hours. Yeah. So someone recommended um, getting uh, these glasses that uh, block the light. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. So two hours or so before I go to bed, I just put on these glasses, and they help me um, block out the, the light from any screen. I want to get those. Where'd you get them from? Amazon. Oh, yeah? Blue here. light glasses? Yeah. I'll just type it in. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah, they're pretty cheap, so I just do that, and people make fun of me, but I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I'm not making funny because they look normal, but I was yeah. like, what does this guy ever wear glasses? Yeah, I've never yeah. seen you wear glasses. It's funny, uh, uh, Jim, um, who stays over my place when he's building, helping me build the gym. Yeah, Jim's building the gym. Jim's building the gym. <laughs> Shout out to Jim Fenby. Yeah, right. I love that guy. So I was wearing these, and then I have uh, these special pajamas, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Guys, my face just dropped. Wait, so you have special pajamas? All right, I want to hear this. Please, please. Um, I read a book from a Tom Brady called The TB12 Method. Okay. Really great book. And it's pretty much Tom Brady explaining his method to how he's uh, sustaining his longevity in, in the sport of football at such an old age, you know. Yeah, man. And he's still at his peak, you know, he's right. still winning Super Bowls. Still killing You it. know what I mean? And uh, one of the things one of the uh, not the main thing but one of the things he does is he has these uh, bioceramic pajamas okay and um, that's pretty cool I'm just laughing because yeah, it sounds I'm not hilarious an expert, so I know I'm gonna like butcher a lot of what he says okay. but basically you emit some rays um, while while you sleep when you wear normal clothes they just go out in, wow. in, in the air but when you wear these pajamas the rays actually bounce back into your skin. Okay. And apparently it just increases the blood flow and then that increases um, uh, the red blood cells to your muscles and you can just recover a little bit uh, more efficiently than you would without them. Wow. So Jim was like, you're crazy. I'm like, I I'm all about convenient ways to help recovery. Yeah. Like, all I have to do is wear these this stuff. Like, right. It's so convenient, you know, versus like taking an ice bath or, you know, <laughs> like... That's why I wrote that on the board. Oh, that's what wrote that's the board. My, that was my notebook right there. <laughs> like, that's inconvenient and it, it, and it hurts, you know? Like, whereas wearing glasses and wearing pajamas, like, that's easy. Just, <laughs> if you have it, like, why not, you know? So. But wait, so what did Jim say? He just laughed at me. He was like, that's just really funny. So what do these pajamas look like? <laughs> they look like normal pajamas, but they, um, they have this weird design inside of them. So... So normal pajamas, okay, no one goes to bed with pajamas. Not that I know of, unless my, my grandfather. Yeah. So what do, what do normal pajamas look like? I don't know. They're just 
they have a like a flannel. They're like no, I, no, I, when no, I think they're just like matching, like you know, like the, the pants match the the, the shirt. So they look like pajamas. But what kind of shirt? It's like a long sleeve button. Yeah, long sleeve with like some buttons. Too. It's the so it's like a grandpa pajamas, yeah. like a guy you see in yeah, like. but it, but the material is like like workout clothes. Like you see like, like on a Christmas movie or something. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a solid color. It's not like anything weird, but you can tell they're pajamas. So it's like a little button for you to go to the bathroom, like a little <laughs> no. two buttons in the back and a little hat. No, no. So there's no hat. No, no. All right. So speaking of recovery, have you? Uh, you ever heard of body tempering? I haven't. Oh, man. That? It's this guy, Donnie Thompson created. He's a power lifter. Huh. And um, it's basically these huge cylinders, all different weights. Mm-hmm. And, and instead of the concept of, you, I'm gonna, we're going to get them in the gym. I've been telling Casey about this forever. Yeah. When we get the funds, we're going to get it. And I want to get certified. It's expensive? Yeah. It's not cheap, but they're amazing it's like the concept of you're on the floor foam rolling yeah but this you get the cylinder and like 100 pounds 80 pounds i think 130 pounds they go even higher and you roll it on your muscles okay and you could also put it um uh, sta- uh stationary on your muscles and you could put it on your calf or something it's amazing and this guy it's like a whole certification that he does on it and it's been around for a long time but now it's starting to really catch like a okay. lot of big time Division one colleges and NFL teams are using them, hockey teams. Yeah. And the guy is super talented. The guy came up with this concept. It's amazing. Wow. And I've done it before, like makeshift ways. Yeah. But like you do it with um, like kettlebells you can do it with. Like he shows methods on his Instagram how to do it. Like like ghetto ass ways or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm all about learning about new stuff and trying it. And it's it works, man. I, I I use it. Like I'll use it on my calves and my Achilles. I'll do it like a makeshift method. Yeah. But his Rogue makes them now. The company Rogue. Yeah, yeah. They they company. picked it up and he worked a patent with them and they picked up his concept. Nice. So, dude, it's pretty awesome. I'll look into it. It's legit. Yeah, body tempering. Okay. He also came up with the concept of voodoo floss. You know voodoo floss? Yes, you showed me that. I'm surprised you don't use that, man. I need to look. At I voodoo love yeah. voodoo floss. I know you do. I'm surprised you won't use it every day. Like you should I be. About it, actually, you should be, be using honest. it every day on your forearms, your elbows. Yeah, I should look into every, it. Every every single day, just that night. Because you're talking about convenient recovery. When yeah, you said I that, I was like, Voodoo floss. <laughs> I do I do it every night on my knees and my calves yeah, and my ankles. All about that. Dude, it's it's the best. And I'll hold it. I'll just hold it. I know the guy because um, Donnie Thompson came up with it, and then Kelly Starrett like made the book. And mm-hmm. you know Kelly Starrett. You ever hear of him? And he took it to another level. But Donnie Thompson was the guy. I'm pretty sure who came up with it. I okay. Can't quote me on that, but he was one of them. And Kelly Starrett, like I said, took it to the next level. Nice. Um. So what was I gonna say? Speaking now, we're still in the subject of recovery. Yeah. And I texted you last night, and then I see on your Instagram last night. Yeah. With the whole setup you did with an ice bath, oh, yeah. I was like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> okay, guys, so let me explain. I'm sure some of you have seen Okai's Instagram where this guy has his ice bath. He gets his ice bath going. He turns the heat on in his house, okay? And then he has – he's making – you're making tea on the stove? Tea on the stove. He's making tea, and he has his oven on. So when he comes out, he's nice and warm. <laughs> what is he? Do- I was like, "What are you doing?" Because I'm so cold when I come out of the ice bath. Oh, really? It's eight minutes. I'm like, I don't want to be cold for another like ten minutes, you know? Kai. So, so I I, ma- I put the heater on in my house at ninety degrees. Um, I uh, put the oven on four hundred degrees. 
And I have a nice hot tea waiting for me as well. Do you know what you can do? And, and I put my clothes in the dryer too. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that. I forgot to show that one. Do you know that you can just turn the shower on hot? You know that? It's contrast bad. Like a contrast. Like you go in the cold and then immediately, boom, hot. Maybe. You can do that. I no, could. it's not made. That's a thing. I know. No, you don't. You didn't know that. <laughs> don't lie. I don't know. It's I, still fun. No, I'm so glad you did it because it's hilarious. I don't know. It's just my routine. It's a great, it's a hilarious routine. It's just the way I get comfortable. Do it, man. I love it. <laughs> I'm happy you do it. That's awesome yeah. stuff to talk about. I stand like, uh, in front of the oven for like five minutes. And so, tell me, start to finish. When you go to the, what, what do you do? So I get home. What do you I, wear? Uh, what do you wear in the bathtub? Naked. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. All right. I put my, uh, uh, the heater on to 90, start heating up some water for the tea, put the, the oven on at 400 degrees, get in the bath, you take an me. eight minute ice bath. Okay. As soon as I get out, uh, dry myself really quick. Stand in front of the. Uh, oh, I open the oven. Stand in front of it, <laughs> and they get a huge heat wave on me, 400 degrees. Oh and my god! It feels god. so good. Kai. And then I pour the little hot water in the in the tea, and then sip my you, tea and, and I get com- I get my pajamas on, get comfortable, watch Netflix. I don't know, do something. That's that's hilarious. <laughs> how awesome is it getting out of the ice? But how great do you feel? Oh my god! It's the best it, ever. You know what it feels like? It, I don't know why it's so specific, but if you were, uh, have you seen Futurama? Uh, very little. I never really got into it. Okay, so the main character, Fry, the orange hair. Okay. He's from uh, the 21st century, and he essentially gets frozen, and then he gets unfrozen in the future. It feels like you're like, you get unfrozen. Yeah. Like, you, you know, like it feels like you were just literally like frozen, and then you, someone unfreezed you. Like, it's just, it just feels like that, because everything is so stiff. It's amazing. And, but you feel great. Yeah. It's, it's such a great feeling. You know what I do now that I've been doing for probably the past, shit, three months? Yeah. I do cold showers all the time. Oh, yeah. I just put my shower on cold, and I'm like, I don't want to do it. Yeah, it's and I, tough. And I do it. <laughs> it's so tough. And I do it anyway. And like when you're just sitting there on your couch, and like, I got a shower, and I'm like, damn it, I'm going to take a cold shower. Yeah. And I just put it on my head, and I do it. And, and after like two minutes... It doesn't feel cold anymore, you know? So I just do the whole cold yeah, shower, and it's I great. the first 60 seconds is the worst. After that, you, it's so numb. Like, yeah. You don't even notice anymore. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention, too. While I'm in the ice bath. Oh, here we go. I watch uh, at least uh, an eight-minute video. Like, I have a video ready. Oh, okay. To distract me, because... That's good. Yeah, because if you're just there in silence, like, you're just, like, literally counting down. Whereas if you have... I usually have, like, a YouTube video, or I watch Netflix yeah. or something. Just to, you know, I get distracted. So yeah. it doesn't it feel like eight minutes. Gotcha. So that's another thing I do. No, that's good. That's good to know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the cold showers I love. That's what I, I did that leading up to the, when I did my race. I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. the cold showers. Because it, it's also a head thing, too. It's like a mental thing. Ice baths, it, all that stuff. It's all yeah. a mental thing, mental toughness. You yeah. know, I think it helps with that. How often are you doing ice baths? Uh, now, probably two or three times a week. Awesome. Yeah. Good I, stuff. I've heard a lot of things about cold therapy. I mean, I think the most important thing is sleep, but still, ice baths sleep can't, yeah. can't hurt. It know? helps sleep though. I think ice baths help me go to sleep. Not, yeah, ice I shower. I think I it, it, it relaxes your your muscles oh, and everything, yeah. and gets you ready. I don't know all the science behind it, but I know for 
that for a fact it relaxes you and makes you go to sleep better. Okay. Definitely. Like, absolutely better than a hot shower. Yeah. I mean, a hot shower still helps, but cold is, is the way to yeah, go. Yeah, definitely. Because hot therapy is so easy to do. Like, I'll do it. I'll, I'll go into a sauna. I have a... Uh, sauna's tough, man. If you go to a sauna, sauna gets hot as F. Yeah, no, it does. Uh, my father, fortunately, has a, a family membership, so I have uh, access to a sauna. Is so it I the red light one. sauna? No, unfortunately not. It's uh-huh. a regular one. But um, it's better than nothing, so I'd, I'll just go in there like maybe once or twice a week. And, and like, again, jacuzzis and hot, and hot saunas are easier to get into. I think uh, there's benefits to it, but a lot of benefits. But uh, I think cold therapy is harder to do, so that's why I like to do that because it's just so easy to do jacuzzi. You know, it is. Great, yeah, we and do too I don't, much of it. I don't know if the jacuzzi gets to hot enough point where it's well. I'm health saying hot, hot therapy in general. Yes, it's easier to do than it is. cold therapy. Yes, it is. Some, but that's for some injuries, hot therapy is necessary though. Definitely. I remember when Casey messed up her foot training. For this race she has coming up yeah. during her training, and she talked to one of the girls here. She's a physical therapist, and she recommended she case she was doing ice, yeah. and she recommended doing heat, and the heat actually did a big help oh, on uh, it. Yeah, yeah. So there's different scenarios for different. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, but overall, I think wellness cold is the way yeah, to go. I think so too. But then there's also hot. Mm-hmm. These hot saunas. Now that I'm talking about it, um, I heard a lot of uh, about. Obviously, listening to the Joe Rogan podcast, you hear a lot about. The red light sauna. You ever hear about that? I have. Heard. And the doctor that's always not always on his show. Is that with the Reg- same with, Dr. With Patrick. Chiropractors that use that red light on you. Is that the same I thing? I have no idea, but I know that the red light sauna. Mm-hmm. You put it up to two something. That does a lot of like cell regeneration. I don't even know, yeah. but I know it's a lot of benefits, health benefits from that. Yeah, I've heard. So that's something like I know you said you're into recovery. I was. As I, I, I wish am. I had access to one. I know there's 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 one right down the street. Uh, there's a spa on Federal that I went to before after like a fire I would go there to go to a sit and sauna oh, okay. to sweat yeah, it I out places I just places that I'm already involved with don't have it that's the thing but um but yeah if, if I read some like spectacular article where it's like dude really I'll send you an article right now I, I mean after this I'll show you yeah. dude it's like all proven shit right. if it's worth it then I'll probably, it's absolutely I'll worth probably, it uh, put money into it and yeah try it out. absolutely and what's the other thing the red light sauna. Oh, and you ever hear those float things? The float? You ever hear that? The float light? Yes, the float tank. Yeah, man. I've been wanting I, to do I, that. Me too. You know, have you ever heard of uh, Bulletproof Labs in California? Maybe. I don't, oh not that I could Oh my gosh, remember. it is amazing. It's oh, like you went the there? Mo- no. I've seen videos and my, I have friends that have gone there. Is it the Bulletproof Coffee Company and they started no, there? No, no, okay. no. But they, it's funny. They do have Bulletproof Coffee there. Interesting. But, um... But yeah, there's a couple proof labs, and it's like the most advanced recovery spa facility. Really? Like probably in the United States, where wow. it has a bunch of float tanks, a bunch of cryotherapy stuff, like advanced, just advanced stuff for, for recovery. It's really cool. I want to go whenever I go to California. I want to try. That sounds just cool. Like spend a day there. That would be awesome. Yeah, I wish I had. There was something like that in Miami. There's one in Deerfield. There's a float lab in Deerfield. Oh, the float lab. And there's one in Miami as well. I looked them up last okay. night. I need to try that. I want to go to them, man. Ninety minutes sitting in there. That's <laughs> yeah. gotta be awesome. What a see, weird I feeling. See how, it, how it feels. Yeah, man. I would love to get one of those. Yeah. A sauna and a float. That's that's pretty sweet. Yeah. So now, I'm gonna go into the whole vegan thing. I'm gonna go down that rabbit hole with you because. <laughs> okay. How long you been vegan for? 
It's actually my four-year anniversary this summer. What? Actually, He's still last, alive. Last month it was my four-year anniversary. Wow, man. And now tell me, from the beginning, yeah. what was the initial, what was the reason? Um, give me the details. Yeah. Um, basically, it's a long story. What influenced I'll, you? Yeah, tell me, yeah. man. So I was dating this girl, Paola, which you've met. Okay. Gotcha. Um, she, uh, we met, and I was not vegan. She was not vegan. And uh, she really loved animals. Gotcha. I'm listening. Yeah, yeah. So she ended up going vegetarian. And I was like, all right, cool. And after vegetarian for like a month, she ended up learning about veganism. Okay. And she went, uh, she t- tried to go vegan. And I asked her why. And she was really bad at explaining it. And I was like, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> cows make milk. Chickens have eggs anyways. They don't die. I was like, whatever. You do your thing. And she never, like, pressured me into it or anything, that, you know, but what, But she did get me curious. So whenever we went out to eat, I would always order what she ordered. Gotcha. And it always tasted good. Like, it never tasted exactly like me, and sometimes it didn't mean, it didn't, they didn't mean to, like, imitate me. Yeah. It's like a bean burger. Uh-huh. And it tasted good. No, like, they're good. All right, cool. So, and then one day I just got, like, curious. I'm like, why is she doing this? And then I looked it up. Oh, and by the way, she struggled with veganism. Like, her parents had cheese in the fridge all the time, and yeah. she was, like, a cheeseaholic. Most so, women are, for yeah. some reason. Yeah, and it's a she, weird thing. She just couldn't resist it since it was in the fridge, you know? <laughs> At least my, I can speak for my wife. <laughs> I know she loves cheese. So, yeah, when she, she cheated on her vegan diet with cheese at the time. Okay. So, uh, she went back to vegetarianism. And then I ended up looking up, like, what the heck is going on with cheese and eggs and whatever. And I saw, like, you know, slaughterhouse footage and stuff, and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. And I was never, like, an animal lover, so I didn't really, it didn't really, like, hit me that hard. But it did hit me where I was like, I get it, and I like this girl a lot, and I want to support her. Yeah. So I think one day we were at a vegan restaurant, and we had a burger, and I talked to her about it. And we ended up uh, making a deal where I would go vegetarian for a month, and then the next month we would both go vegan together. Really? Yeah, and I told her, I'm like, this is not a commitment. Like, after this month. I go, I'll see what, how I feel, and if at any point I feel like, you know, I can't do the salmon ladder anymore, I'm protein deficient or whatever, like, I'm going back to meat. She's like, yep, 100% understand, so whatever. So, after that month, like, I had nobody to, like, help me. I had I knew no vegans, we didn't know any vegans, we didn't know YouTube existed with vegan YouTubers, like, yeah. we had nothing. All we knew is we didn't want to eat animals, so we literally replaced our meat with vegan meat. We replaced our cheese with vegan cheese. We yeah. replaced our whey protein with plant-based protein. Yeah. And it was a, a very heavily processed vegan food diet. Yeah. It was very unhealthy, but it, I went from one unhealthy diet to another one. Yeah. Because I was already eating a lot of processed food uh-huh. and not a lot of vegetables. So um, I didn't feel much different. I didn't feel weaker. I didn't. I just feel felt exactly the same. Okay. Nothing changed. My. I think I. Um, sorry for for this, but my uh, poops were a little bit more frequent. You for, like, can the say first that. Who month. cares? Uh, and then it normalized after that. I got used to it because I think I just had more fiber, and that was it. I mean, that was like the initial like switch, pretty much. I mean, that's I don't know how far more you want me to go. But I want you to keep going because I remember this was this is when I said. I think I met you around this time. Because this was like this is when I said this was like oh he's he's maturing as an athlete because I remember. You did that. You started eating unhealthy vegan. Yeah. And you were like preaching vegan, vegan always. And yeah. then 
you changed it and you went to plant based and you did yeah, yeah. it right. And I was so, like, here he goes. Okay, so this is part of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically, um, we we ended up together for like two years, and I was still on like the same diet. I felt I ended up falling in season nine of the Ninja Warrior early. It was uh, one of my one of the most like it was, I got depressed. After, like, I know you did. I remember that. Yeah, I got I got depressed after falling on Ninja Warrior for two weeks. I I binged. I ate badly. I was feeling sorry for myself. I didn't want to train. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I remember. And um, once I started feeling better, and I wanted I wanted to like start picking myself back up, and I was like, all right, I need to plan how I'm gonna change my training. Like, what did I do wrong? How can I avoid something like this? I uh, did two things. I improved my mental game. My mental toughness was probably the biggest change. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the second biggest change was my diet. I did more research. Before you go, I want to go back. When you said you improved your mental toughness, what did you do by that? I researched what champion athletes do to prepare mentally and how do they train mentally. Like what is mental toughness for athletes? Uh-huh. And I read books. And basically, the, uh, the main things I took away was mentalization training, like finding time to either meditate or do your own form of meditation. Yeah. Like for me, it's walking with Eminem uh, uh, style music and uh-huh. then imagining myself doing courses on the show. Oh. That's my way of meditating. And gotcha. Doing my mental. Yeah. Thing. Everybody has their own way. Yeah. So that's the way I do it. So I, that's the way that works for me. Um, I started writing down goals. I think goals is super important. It, 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 once you cross, like physically crossing out a goal, is such a mental like boost and you feel so good it, it so is. putting little goals like short term mid term and long term goals is huge for mental toughness mm-hmm. so just little things like that and then I have a routine for before I compete that I do every single time to get me in the right mindset so cool. I really this is from research you figured out a routine research and reading a book called uh, oh man I always forget the name I think it's called Champion Mindset. I gotcha. don't know who the author is, but okay. it was a good book. It was a good starter to, you know, kind of put me uh, in that track. So that was, that was the main thing. And then the second one was my diet. I researched, like, you know, how do I... Uh, I found a Forks Over Knives documentary. Okay, yeah. And I was like, whoa, the vegan diet could actually be one of the healthiest diets on the planet. It's not the healthiest diet. And like athletes are doing it, and there's a way to do it healthy, and I'm not doing it the healthiest way. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like oh, yeah. eating fake chicken every day. Yeah. You know, like that's not the healthiest thing. I didn't know. I had no idea. I just knew I didn't want to have animal products. That's all I knew. So once I, I learned that it could be done healthy, then I started um, cooking. And I started learning recipes, and you know, in the beginning it was like 50, it was a 50 50 chance that it would be disgusting. You know, like I had to really learn how to cook. Yeah, you you learned. I remember. I, I always see all the stuff that you post, and I've had some of your stuff. It's very good. So yeah, I had to learn how to cook, and in the beginning it was hard. It was expensive. I didn't know. Um, I really didn't know. And every meal took like an hour to make, and I was like, God, how do people do this? But I learned. Like, there's recipes that take two minutes to make. There's recipes that take one hour to make. So yeah. I had to learn which ones are best and find the ones that could be my staples. Basically. Yeah. So after a few months, I got into the hang of it. Um, and it was weird. I it, this switch. I'm very. Um, how do I say? Like I, I can switch habits very easily, yeah. especially if I really want to. So yeah. At this point, I really wanted to make this change. So I literally went from one day eating process. Yeah. 
to, like, I threw away all my processed stuff because I didn't want to eat it anymore, and I completely changed my fridge to whole foods plant-based. Cool. And it was literally one day to the next, I was uh, whole foods plant-based now. And for the first two months, it was weird. I felt weaker. I was lethargic. Yeah. Okay. I was low energy. Like, it was so bad. I had no energy training. I was like, what is going on? I don't understand what is happening. I'm eating healthier. Like, this, like in my head, I'm like, there's no way this is unhealthy like I'm eating healthier than I ever was yeah but I feel terrible and I just pushed through I kept eating and you know I read I was reading books at the same time like preaching like eat whole foods plant-based try to eat this before workouts try to eat this stuff after workouts to help recovery and I was like why am I feeling so bad like but I stuck with it and it was weird like just one day I woke up and it was like a light switch it was like I had energy um, my strength was back I started recovering faster and I could feel it like I can physically feel this difference uh-huh. night and day and I was like whoa I felt like I was on drugs uh-huh. it was crazy and what kind of drugs <laughs> some kind of steroid being <laughs> <laughs> steroid that's what I meant yeah not like like heroin no it was, I felt like I was on like some sports performance enhancement gotcha like that's how I felt and okay I was like, whoa I finally found it and that's when I started being a little bit more like preachy like it was because not only that, but at this point, uh, I did end up uh, breaking up with the girl that ended up getting me into the vegan yes. diet. And um, again, I was never an animal lover, so I never really preached like, don't hurt animals. Was, like When I was younger, I never liked going to zoos. I never liked riding horses. I barely liked pets. Like, yeah. I was never really an animal lover. Yeah. So people would have never thought I would go vegan. But um, I would say even if you're not an animal lover, I would say most people, if they were walking down the street and they saw like a random person hitting a dog, like punching it, like for no reason, yeah. right? I would think I would like to think most people would would think that's wrong, and some people would actually like uh, try to stop that person from yeah. doing that, right? And I would be one of those people, even though I'm not an animal lover. I, yeah. would, I know that's wrong. I'd be like, hey, stop hurting this animal. Mm-hmm. They're, they're innocent, you know. Yeah. And I would argue that if that dog was a pig, most people would do the same thing. Yeah. Most people would be like, hey, stop hurting this pig. It never did anything to you. You're just being cruel. Yeah. So once that kind of logic came to me, I realized, like, hmm, I'm not an animal lover, but I realized that I've been kind of discriminating against animals my whole life. Mm-hmm. And it's based on tradition. Like we, like, we grew up, and we grew up thinking that dogs are pets, cats are pets, horses you know, we, we care about, dolphins we care about, but cows, chickens, pigs, they're okay to kill. Well, people and have pigs and chickens as pets. That too, yeah. but I think, you know, for the most part, those are known to be okay to eat mm-hmm. and, and kill. And I think um, the, the meat and dairy industry do a really good job at hiding that fact. Like of course. Uh, in the front of, of milk cartons, you see, you see happy cows, but yeah. in reality, most factory farms are not like that. You no, know? they're not. So, once I realized that I was discriminating against species, and we vegans call it speciesism, is we're discriminating against these different animals, and it's shown that, and, and I asked myself, like, why are we discriminating it? Mm-hmm. Like, is it because they're less intelligent? No, because pigs are actually smarter than dogs, so mm-hmm. it's not an intelligent thing. It's just tradition, it's just, this is how the world is right now. And People eat dogs, too. 
Hey, yeah, it's yeah. different culture. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. In India, they, they, the cows are sacred. Yeah, they worship the cows. But I don't think tradition should uh, dictate morality. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, uh, tradition used to be racism against blacks. I'm right. Saying, you know, oh, yeah, tradition, tradition as, is a killer. Exactly. I, I'm not comparing, you know, pay, uh, animals with people, but I'm saying uh, the scenario is the same, where tradition... Uh, we realize that you know women have rights and and blacks are the same you know yeah. and, and now uh, laws have changed based on our past mistakes and right Absolutely. now personally I think that um, uh, right now we're we're in, we're in the boat we're in the a time where uh, we are discriminating against these animals and um, I don't think it's for any necessary reason. Like I look, uh, there's a lot of podcasts and speeches that I've I've seen from vegan activists, and they explain it very well. They say that the only reason we eat meat right now is, I believe, culture, tradition, convenience, and taste. Mm -hmm. I would say uh, most reasons fall under those categories, and uh, I don't think any of those reasons, at least for me personally, yeah, is a you. good excuse to uh, to eat animals. And once I, I realized you. that, I was like, you know what? I am against um, needlessly uh, animals, uh, suffering of animals. Mm -hmm. you know, even though I'm not an animal lover, I don't agree with, um, with, with doing this. Yeah. And so that's when I realized, like, that's, uh, I'm, I am vegan. Like, I, I'm vegan for the animals as well, not just for health. Mm -hmm. um, then I also saw a documentary called Cowspiracy. Mm -hmm. And that is a documentary solely on the environmental effects of, of animal products. And it was ridiculous. Like, I think one of the statistics was if you eat a burger, um, that's as, you're, uh, that's as, it, it takes as much water to, to make a, a one burger as it is to take 30 showers. Yeah. So you're literally, like, you can take a, a month's worth of showers, the same amount of water to create a burger. Well, that I don't, that, I'm not saying that's wrong, but I don't know, but I know that, that, having mass agriculture, massive agriculture that we have, growing soy products and just whatever vegetables, not against vegetables by any means, but that causes a lot of environmental problems as well. Not saying that raising animals to kill them is the right thing to do, and I'm totally against factory farming and uh, anything that has to do with that. I think it's bad. The way they treat the animals yeah. is terrible, but mass agriculture is a big killer, and that was one of the reasons why the whole red tide thing happened. In, in uh, I think it was on the West Coast. Yeah. And that was because of a lot of the runoff that was coming in from the pesticides that were treating the uh, soy fields. So you out mentioned there. soy. Um, and the regular. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. But and, and all the vegetables. Soy for a second, go ahead. Because a lot of people have a slight misconception. Um, I, I believe the statistic is for the United States, could be for the entire world, but I believe 70 or 80% of soy produced in the United States is fed to factory farmed animals. Gotcha. And I believe only 3% of soy production in the United States goes out to... Go, is, is for food consumption. So that's tofu, edamame, mm -hmm. tempeh. So, so yeah. Or when I said soy, I saw your eyes light up. No, I, I like, <laughs> You're like, soy! Because the people were like, oh, it's all those tofu eating, like, you know, creating these, these crops. So it's, no, no. But like if you go out to uh, when I where I go to go hunting, I'm yeah. sorry that I no, go. No. Actually, I'm not sorry. But, <laughs> but um, there's these massive, massive farms, thousands of acres, yeah. 
and that produces the, the pesticides that they put on that stuff. Oh, that's crazy. It's guilty on all on all parts, really. Definitely. And and really, the the way to the way to go about it is, and I'm not the, not against plant based or vegan at at all. Yeah. That's why I love you, and I love your shirt. It says negative, negative, <laughs> vegan backwards. vegan backwards. <laughs> so, it's I would love it that if everybody, if someone wanted to eat meat, <clears throat> they can kill their own animal and get meat, and, it, and that's gonna, that's not going to put any effect. Yes, I get it. It's to kill an animal, you want to do it the most humane way possible. That's my goal when mm-hmm. I go out. You don't. You want it to die in seconds. A lot of times the animals live a harder life in the wild, and you want to kill an older animal mm-hmm. because a lot of times they'll die from, from a wound that they get in a fight, yeah. and they'll bleed out forever. They'll get an infection and die. So it, we, we, we can go, Kai, we can go into this yeah, thing definitely. forever, but I, I'd rather keep this light. Yeah, and, yeah. and I just want to put it out on the table, go ahead. too, is I am vegan personally like if I would put it in, in a nutshell is I I cannot personally kill an animal gotcha and I feel like a hypocrite if I pay somebody else to kill it I, I love that and, and I'm and, the same and way I, if you if anybody else is fine with killing animals and is fine with paying someone else to do it for them and they can justify it I have no problem with that yeah I'm I don't I'm not one of those vegans who is like militant and like Oh yeah, like like I, I think like some people, I know some vegans where like they have their friends that are not vegans and yeah. they'll tell them like, hey, I, I ate a vegan burger today uh, for for lunch, and they're like, oh, what'd you have for breakfast? Like eggs, like what the heck? I'm just like, dude, like they're they're making they're they're made it to, you know, they're, that's they're, they're, one they're less change, one you know? less burger exactly. real burger that like, I love it when people like message me stuff like that, you know? So, oh yeah, and again, like if, if you're okay with it, like. I personally don't judge you. Like, if, yeah. you, if you're okay with hunting and, and you and that's what you think is right, like, that's your opinion. I, I can't, I can't stop you from that. And my I goal, I don't judge you for it, you know. But yeah, I just wanted to put that on the table. I'm not one of those like black and white. Like, if you're going more plant based. Like, I applaud that. I like of that. course, that's that's one step in, in the exactly. direction that you agree with, and I agree going not going 100 percent plant based, but. Eating more vegetables, you have to have vegetables. Yeah. You hear these crazy people with carnivore, carnivore diets, diet? whatever. Okay. I'm so glad you're against that, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> but, I, but my my thing was that I would love to get to when I become a better hunter. I would love to get to the point where I don't have to buy any of that stuff, any meat in a store. I don't like so to buy better. meat in the store. I would love to do it myself. That's the goal. That's my goal. And if I can't do, I said it. I always I, this is when I do kill an animal because I'm new at hunting. Yeah. When I do kill an animal, the day that that comes. My goal, and if I can't do it, and I feel like you're gonna feel remorse, of course, it's yeah. just, that's just life. But if I can't, if I can't get my hands dirty doing that deed, then I have no business eating meat. And that's why I like that you said that. You're like, yeah, you're like I personally, my personal, like if you're if you can do it, and if you're okay paying someone else to do it, like that's your decision. I kind of am not okay paying someone else to do because I feel like that's my that's dirty work, and they do it. They do a lot of things bad, like the way that they that's, kill and, things. And, and yeah, that's why like, you don't know how they did it. And, where it comes from so it's it's pretty weird yeah, it's definitely. a sketchy sketchy situation yeah, I think hunting is definitely the better option the better way to go and I think if um, if, any, if everybody hunted their own meat it would be harder for them to get meat and it would be a oh absolutely the factory farming I think we can all agree is wrong and yeah. it should be eliminated and that's the vegan takeover you should tell everybody to start hunting so that no one's going to get it no one's going to kill an animal <laughs> they're all going to fail I, there are some vegans that will be like yeah if, if you eat meat you should probably only eat the meat that you hunt and it would be hard for other people absolutely and that's the goal the meat man. consumption would go down of course 
that, that really, it, so, of course it would. So yeah, that would be a good I thing. I still wouldn't advocate it just because I feel weird saying that. Of course, you're a vegan, dude. Yeah, that's, that's hard for me to say. That's but, your religion. But when other, <laughs> when other people say, really, when other people do say it, it does make more sense to go toward that route at least. Yeah, it's, it's a step in the right direction. It is because the thing is, Kai, if you if you kill one animal, let's say you kill uh, an elk. Well, elk, that's a very hard animal to kill. You have to be, a, or a deer. You say yeah. you get two, you get. 100 or 200 pounds of meat that lasts you for months and that's one animal yeah definitely so that like you said like the I like the market like they choose they pick oh and choose goodness. like the breasts and the thighs and that's it and they throw everything else away and it's wow you know. and you know the, the thing is like I, like I said I, I'm new to this and I haven't killed an animal yet but I've, I've been out into the uh, into the wildland uh like they're not really I guess they are preserves because it's like 100,000 60,000 acres of land that hasn't been touched yeah but it hasn't been built on. It's made for this. That's uh, that's Florida, you know. Yeah. We, I'm glad they, they kept it because for, for wild game and whatnot. But when you go out there, man, it really is like, because I go out there scouting and, and, you know, looking for spots where I'm going to go. Yeah. And that's that's a, a really good feeling. Like, you're out there in the wild, and you don't get, we don't get that ever. And Definitely. that's like a therapeutic thing. Like, when I yeah, go out there with sure. my buddy and, and you feel like, I don't know, you feel you feel more human. It's weird. Yeah. So I enjoy that a lot, going out there. Even when I went hunting before, my buddy and I, we got chased. We got charged by a pig. Oh, wow. And we, it was hilarious. <laughs> we were like two idiots. I'm going to get him on the show, and we're going to talk about that. Yeah. We, we run into each other, and we run this way. Oh, God. Not talking about when Mar- Mario and I went running. You heard I that. I heard that, the, that story about That's different. That was running. Yeah. That was literally, we were running a race. But this was, was we were hunting, and we, <laughs> the thing charged us. It was funny. Wow. That was a funny story. But yeah, so like you're in touch with the you're in tune with the wild. It's it's like that's their world now. Like yeah. you got to survive out there, and that yeah. that feels freeing to me. That's why, that's one of the reasons why I love it. Nice. So, but I'm glad. You know, I like the fact that we can talk about that, and you're not you don't get offended, and I don't get offended. I'm not trying to say you're wrong because I don't think you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think that you're wrong for doing what you do. I think it's great. I think you're super healthy. You're an awesome athlete. You get better and better. You know, you break bones because you don't eat meat, but I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I had to throw digs in there. I love Kai. I have to throw digs. No, but yeah, man. So, hey, man, if you're healthy, that's the way to do it. As long yeah. as you're not, oh, as long as you're not binging on Swedish fish. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> that was my favorite uh, candy. And I would eat it a lot because I used to uh, count calories and macros. Oh, man. And I used to do, like, if it fit your macros kind of thing. Yeah. And Swedish fish, I would fit it into my macros. and Dude. Dude, it was bad. You used to go crazy. Swedish fish was my thing, man. He, Kai used to do a ninja competition. This is early in his uh, ninja career. Yeah. Where he would... After, Swedish fish is vegan, by the way. Yes, they're vegan. <laughs> they're ac- they're ac- we call it accidentally vegan because they don't mean to be vegan. <laughs> they just happen to be vegan. Like Oreos are also the same thing. But anyways, continue. That's wild how Oreos are vegan. Yeah, right? I thought there was egg in them. Nope. I guess not. Soy. It's soy. all soy. See? <laughs> it calls it red tide. Yep. So, <laughs> the, uh, so Kai would... You would do a competition and then you'd go batshit. So tell me oh, about what yeah. you did. Tell me about what you used to do. I, I know to, you, uh, you mentioned this in your YouTube videos, too. You explained how... Yeah, it was, I used to... Uh, when I used to do bodybuilding before Ninja, I would uh, count macros and calories and everything. And I would feel so restricted that once in a while, I would binge. And I would just have one day where I would just eat whatever the A lot of I people want. still do that. I would, yeah, I would go to McDonald's and just order everything or something. I don't know. Anyways, uh, that kind of transferred into Ninja. Um, it 
somehow ended up as a habit after a competition. Because I would diet for that competition. Yeah, man, really I remember hard. you. I would be very strict. Um, I would, I don't know. Yeah, I would just be really strict and just feel restricted. Yeah. And then after the competition, either I do good or bad. I would go to a vegan restaurant or Whole Foods or wherever I can get like vegan junk food and just binge. Binge my give brains me, out. Give me a binge meal after a coffee. Give me one that you could remember. Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing would get would be to get sugary cereal, like a whole box, <laughs> half a gallon of almond milk or like vanilla almond milk or something. Um, oh my God, you killed me. What else am I getting? Probably like frozen berries. The Swedish fish, right? No? Swedish fish too. Like It, it, it would depend. It would either be this or... Um, like the bad ones would be like that that this would be like more of like a healthy one but i just love sugary cereal like just you know having a ball and then ending it and then putting more cereal and putting more milk there's something <laughs> satisfying about that i used to do it when i was a kid too like with and stuff. oh it's great yeah a uh, bad a bad one would be probably pizza with uh, ben and jerry's vegan ice cream um Len- lenny's and larry's cookies uh swedish fish um, Wait, back to the cereal. Yeah. Because when you said you when you have the the milk, the almond milk or regular milk, because once you get the cereal in there, it changes everything. Yeah. Uh, I, I I drink almond milk in the house. We don't have milk. See, anyway. <laughs> Good for you. Clap for me. <laughs> yes. We've been we've been buying almond milk forever. Um, I try to get the good kind though, because they have all that shit in it, yeah, like yeah, filler. Yeah, yeah, the filler ingredients. That's a, that's annoying, yeah. but but whatever. When you like you said, man, putting that cereal. And then keep pouring more cereal in that sugary water. Oh, Ooh, so, good. so good. I'm not saying it's good for you, but no, man, that's good. good. That was my, one of my go-tos um, for, for binge-eating. Yeah, for sure. man. But yeah, I would binge eat a lot. And then um, recently when I broke my wrist, I kind of got, I don't really say I got depressed, but I was definitely getting there. Yeah. And um, yeah, I would just have urges to binge. Like My binging was very emotionally attached. Really? Yeah. Yeah, whenever I felt sad or, I don't know, just whenever I was down, I would have a much more urge to binge. A lot of people do that. And during the, uh, my, my bone, uh, while I was healing, I was in a cast, I couldn't do anything, I was sitting at home bored, and I would just have urges to binge, and I would, I would just binge. Oh, really? You were doing, you were the binge thing recently? Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, yeah, I, I did like, that too, man, after my race. Uh, the, the 100 miler? Just because I took it easy, and I was just like, I ate dessert every night for like a month, every single night, like ice cream. Yeah, just like Dude, a lot of ice cream. Because well, marketing is is so ahead now. Like oh, yeah. when you go to a supermarket. Oh yeah. Like I, I saw a documentary about how slick they are. Like they have, even for kids. Like yeah, they're they make bad. sure that the the sugary stuff is like at eye level for the kids now. Like that's wild. It's crazy. Yeah, like. It's so hard to, to eat healthy nowadays just because marketing is so well. Like, oh, this is high in protein, even though it has high fructose corn syrup in there. And right? Fat yeah. Stuff. Oh, yeah. I always look at ingredients. Or it's like, oh, it's high in fiber. Or it has vitamin A and E or I don't know, some BS bullshit. like that. Yeah. I've been looking at, I'm, I'm happy to say that I've been looking at ingredients for a long, Good. long time, over yeah. 10 years. I didn't know been, until recently about it. Never at the label of... How much is protein is in there, or how much is in carbohydrates? I always go ingredients. What yes. do we got? Ingredients is much more important. That's why I, I grab this thing. I don't even know what nutrition facts. Get that out of here. Yeah. What exactly. do we got? We got wheatgrass <laughs> juice, pineapple juice, lemon juice, ginger juice, spirulina. 
Awesome. Yeah. That's all you got. That exactly. shot was fucking awesome, by the way. Yeah. Excuse my language. I'm trying to curse less on the podcast. <laughs> but, but yeah, that was my binging story. I'm, but I haven't binged since. But what? But the best. I saw a video of it when you pat, you did a competition and Joe. Joe Rosello. So, okay, that's funny. So, <laughs> I'll tell you about it. He made it look worse than it was. Okay. Well, no. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. How did he make it look worse than what it was? Because that's not... He, he set it up like that. But... Oh, but, okay. But it was that bad. Because... Um, so, that was a competition where it ended, and I ended up binging on Swedish Fish, Oreos, Fig Newtons. And I fell asleep eating that. Not in that pos- And then once I fell asleep, he positioned the food to make it look like... That snake. Um, to make it look more worse. But there was much more boxes, like, in my in my Really? Bag. Yeah, so it was even more. So, it was pretty much... Yeah, he, he, he captured it pretty well. Because, so, Kai... I had this competition, and then being a little ninja warrior dork that he is, which we all kind of are, he's watching Sasuke, the Japanese version of the yeah. warrior, after his competition. Fell asleep on the couch. Fell asleep on the couch, and he had Swedish fish all over his chest, and that's yeah. why I... And then Joseph uh, recorded me falling asleep. I was sleeping on the couch. You and, passed out hard. Yeah, there was Oreos on me, Fig Newtons everywhere, <laughs> Swedish fish everywhere. Yeah. It was awesome. Is that on YouTube? Yeah. Is it on your channel? Yeah. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Go to Street Beast TV, baby. Check it out. That's it. <laughs> Go check out Kai who passed out. Oh, man. Yep. So, now moving on. Um, I know we talked about your gym. And so, so far, you just got a little bit of some obstacles mm-hmm. uh, to get past. Hurdles, I should say, because obstacles, you know, you got obstacles in your gym. Yeah. So, once you get past all that, what day are you looking at? What, what month or... Can you even tell? um, Early September is my goal, but it could be a little bit more, legally at least. Gotcha. Yeah. Just just, inspection bullshit. Yeah, inspections, permits, getting approved by the city. It's all that, like, um, labor-wise and building-wise and getting obstacles up, like, that could be done in, like, two weeks. Yeah. But, yeah, so it's it's an annoying city situation. And it's a Ninja Street, Ninja, Ninja Street Academy? What? Obstacle Academy. Obstacle Academy. Yeah. yeah, man. I love it. I love the logo. It looks awesome. Thank you. And uh, what else I want to ask you? What the hell was that video when you were young and you had Coke bottles on your feet? Coke bottles? And you're skating on a grass hill. <laughs> <laughs> Guy almost spit out his water. So I remember this video. I saw you. That's so random that you asked me that, but because it's so I, funny. <laughs> What is this guy doing? Um, How old were you with that? I was like 12. Okay. Um, we were in a, in like a club that had a, like a, almost like a country club, but not really. Okay. More of like a public pool, I guess. More fancy public pool. It had this big hill. And me and my cousins went up the hill and just like ran up and, and we found these, uh, um, how do you call it? Palm trees. Okay. You know, like at the end of the palm tree, it's, it looks like almost like a sled. Yes. So we use those as sleds to go down the hill. We were sliding that's down so the hill. Funny. And that's pretty how, awesome. I, I wish I had a video of that because that's what we were really. That's pretty doing. cool. We were mostly doing that. 
And then eventually my uncle had an idea. He was like, oh, why don't you try putting like Coke bottles on as like skates? Oh my God. And so he got some Coke bottles from the bar that was near the pool. He cut them out and made them escape, and the video recorded me going down the hill with the skate. That's hilarious, because you were moving down that yeah, hill. Yeah, no, like, this hill was perfect for sliding down. God. And it, it was funny, like, I started, me and my cousin started it, and then everybody started doing it as well. And just, like, really? Over, and I was like, oh, man. That's funny, because I remember seeing that video, and I always wanted to ask you about that. That's funny. Have <laughs> you been going to Columbia lately? I go, like, once a year. Once a year? Sometimes twice a year. Do they still make fun of you the way you speak Spanish? His cousins oh, yeah. make fun of him because... Yeah, he... I have a really... I grew up... I was born in Philly. Uh-huh. And I grew up in the United States. And um, I only spoke Spanish. I didn't... I'm an idiot. My mom spoke Spanish to me. Okay. And because at that time, I didn't think Spanish was important. Yeah, I right. I responded in English. Yeah. So fuck. I understand Spanish very well. But I have a very uh, American accent when I speak Spanish. When I speak Spanish, people automatically know... I'm American, and it's annoying because all my cousins make fun of me. So I, I try to I try to avoid speaking Spanish. <laughs> so yeah, I regret it. I, I really, really wish I knew how to speak Spanish well and didn't have this accent. Yeah, but at least you could get by. Like if you went to a Spanish country, you could get oh, by. Oh yeah, I can. Yeah. It's just they know. Yeah. They, they give oh, me this look. Oh yeah. Like they know. You yeah. don't speak that Colombian sexy Spanish. Yeah. I, so Colombia's like, got the best Spanish, uh, right? Do you yeah, know that I, or no? I would agree. <laughs> people say that because my buddy, we worked on the same truck together, and he had, he, he had, my, I have other buddies that are Cuban, and they speak their version of Spanish, but yeah. when he speaks Colombian, bro, panties come off. It's <laughs> like, the women look at him, we'd run calls, and he'd talk, and they'd just be like, <gasps> oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. it's like they're singing. I'm so mad. <laughs> See, man, you could have, what happened to you? I don't know, man. It's all right. Kai, let's wrap it up, man. You, I'm so happy you came on today, and I had a blast, and I'm glad that you agreed to come on, because I know how busy you are. No, it was fun. I'm no, so glad. And I'm glad you trained here, too. I'm glad you got the session in. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're recovering really well. Yeah. Where, do you, where would you say you're at right now, as far as, like, percentage, as far as in your recovery? For my wrist, or? Like, back to your peak. Oh. Back to peak shape. Man, I, you know, my strength is almost the same uh-huh. I can do almost everything I can do before I think my endurance is what really suffered gotcha uh, but it's getting back quick like I'm actually really surprised I think um, my mindset about training recovery nutrition is more mature now and I can feel uh, the effects of it like I'm being able to train almost every day and I'm improving I'm crossing stuff off of my goals a lot faster than I anticipated <laughs> So I'm really happy about that. I'm happy. I haven't competed yet, but uh, soon I'm going to start competing and really test out everything. Sunday? Yeah, yeah, this Sunday. All right. So I, I was afraid to yeah, say because it's I, a backyard competition. It's not like huge, but like it's a good, you know, get my feet wet finally for the first time. And um, for the first time in what, like eight months since you competed? Well, I, I took that idiotic. Oh um, yeah, that's right. You know, month of competing. So I was in January. Uh, but before January was uh, November. Okay. So, about like it was six months total of not uh, really competing. But anyways, yeah, I'm, everything's going good. I would say um, eighty, ninety percent back. Like, nice, right there. man. So, good stuff. Doing good. Kai, it's been fun. It's Thank been you, awesome. Really Thank you. It's a great conversation. I'm glad you had fun. Give me five. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a hug after this too Definitely. when I get off this. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. 
This is Luigi with the rest of your perception. Closing out with Kai Alexander or Alexander Kaye. You probably know him as Kaye Alexander. My real name is Cayetano. Cayetano. <laughs> and we're closing out from Atomic Training and Performance in Fort Lauderdale. That's the home base of Wrestle Your Perception podcast. Thanks, guys. Um, we'll talk to you soon.